Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters, can you imagine finding something of such value that you decide right there and then to go home and literally sell everything that you own? To find something that is worth altogether more than what you have everywhere else and that you would sell everything just to have this one object that you found. These men did that in parable. They found their treasure, and they found this pearl of great wealth, and they sold everything. Not just their car, not just stocks and bonds, not just going empty out their savings account. They went home and sold all that they had just to buy the one thing that they found. Think about that for a minute. Could you imagine what that means to sell everything? To have that treasure or that pearl. It means that you sell your house, your home, the, the place that you go to lay your head at night, the place that you go home to enjoy a meal or your family, gone. It means that you sell your car and you have to travel places. It means that you sell your personal possessions, maybe some of those even having very sentimental value. But none of these have any value compared to that treasure or that pearl that you have found. It was not about what these men had. It was about what they wanted when they found their treasure and pearl. It was about getting that at all costs. And nothing else mattered. Now, if having these things was just about money for these men, they could have easily done that. I mean, this, this first man could have just taken his treasure and gone home and, and kept it for himself. The great pearl, the man could have just sold that and made some great wealth on that. But clearly, it wasn't about the money for them. It was more. What could anybody possibly have or find in this world that is worth more altogether than everything that you own. Jesus makes it very clear. The one thing that is worth more than everything put together that you would gladly give up everything for is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven, peace, joy, uh, eternal life, forgiveness, love. All of that and more are yours in the kingdom of heaven. Do you know how hard people search for those things in this world? Do you know how hard people look for peace and joy? Do you know how hard the world tries to make medicine and to come up with new technologies to prolong life as long as we possibly can just for it to die in the end anyway? <coughs> people search their whole lives for some of those things. But no matter what they find in this world, it does not last. But for those who, while searching, find the scriptures, they find a treasure, they find a pearl of great worth beyond everything else that they've ever found. It's real treasure. And then with joy, they go and compare it to everything else they have and realize that it's the greatest thing that they've ever seen 
or received in their entire lives or ever will receive on this earth. What they find in the scriptures marginalizes any other joy that they have had before or any other possession that they thought meant anything to them. Do you realize what we have in the gospel before us? Do we always realize just how rich we really are just because of our faith in our citizenship in heaven? Regardless of anything else, just those alone make us the richest people in the world. We have a treasure that you can't just go find anywhere else. We have a treasure that you just can't stumble upon by your own searching. You can't find it in education. You can't find it in philosophy. You can't find it by working harder and harder. It's a treasure that should make us wonder why anyone would go after anything else with the zeal that the rest of the world does. Because we always treat our faith and our citizenship as we should. Do we have the same attitude as those men in the parables who just sold off everything as long as they could have this one object? Not always. You know, you maybe can't hold this treasure in your hand. This treasure that we had, you can't just pass it on to someone so that they can hold and feel how great it is. But everything that we do is so that people can stare in amazement at our treasure. But is it important enough for you to be willing to rid your life of all else for this treasure? Are you always willing to give your faith and your spiritual citizenship first chair in your heart? Do you hold your treasure and pearl in such high regard that you are willing to lose everything else and choose it every time? The world works so hard to find the things that the kingdom of heaven offers to you. Just look at what the world works so hard at to find treasure like that. They're willing to work hours and hours upon end to get more and more. They're willing to schedule their lives around the things that they enjoy most and push off responsibilities. They're willing to buy and purchase some of the most expensive and biggest things that they can, hoping that these things will make them happy every single day. But it's all for naught in the end. Even if you think that you can find value in these things, even if you think that you find value in yourself based on your self-worth and how much you think you work and what your identity is, it's all going to be for naught in the end because it does not bring real and everlasting joy as the treasure of heaven does. I got some news for you. Everything that you have and enjoy, everything that you work hard for, Jesus would just as soon take it all away if it means saving your soul. If it means saving your soul, Jesus would rather all of your friends and family walked away from you today. If it means saving your soul, Jesus would rather bring you down to Nothing to your name, not even pennies. If it means saving your soul, then Jesus would rather you were nothing in this world. Now, Jesus wants the best for his people in this world and his children. Don't get me wrong, but 
Your soul's worth too much for him to just let the world overshadow what's really important for you in your life. This is why Jesus says in Mark, he says, what, what's the point? What, what does it really matter if you gain everything in the world but forfeits your soul? What if you could rule the entire universe but you lost your soul and your citizenship? This is why Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me if you're going to be my disciple." They will come where that's going to be asked of you at some point to, to take up your cross and follow Christ and to give up things of this world to hold on to your treasure. So will you? Would, would, would you pick up the cross? Would you look inside your heart and, and ask yourself, would I be happy without this or that? Would you look inside your heart and say, would I be content if my lifestyle lacked this component, or if it lacked what I find to enjoy over there, or if I lacked all the fun things and all the people that I enjoy to hang out with? Would your life be content if you flipped everything around and, and everything that you've ever worked for was just gone? Because the day comes, We'll have to decide that. And if the answer to those questions is no, then we have a problem. That's where the parable of the net comes in. Jesus reminds us that at the end of the age, it's what sits on the throne of your heart that he judges. He tells us what's at stake in that parable of the net, where the net, the gospel, goes throughout this world and catches up people in the church. And in the end, according to the judge, the angels will sort them out. The true church unbelievers. The unbelievers, the bad fish, they're going to be cast out, thrown away into that fiery furnace. We see the good fish kept. The fish who kept Jesus Christ on the throne of their hearts, who put him above all else, regardless of what the world told them, regardless of what they felt about the world. Do you really think that fishermen want to throw their fish away? I, I mean, fishermen would love to keep all the fish, but if it's a bad fish and that's not what they're looking for, then they, they can't keep it. They toss it. Jesus doesn't want to toss his fish away. He wants to sweep up all people into that net and be able to throw them into the baskets on shore where he can enter, uh, have them enter into the paradise that he's won for them. That's why he wants you to keep the treasure locked up in your heart. That's why he wants you to hold that kingdom ever so dear. Because he's worked to make that your possession. And then the parable, at some point, had to purchase this find of theirs. They sold everything and they purchased the field where the treasure was. Or they purchased the pearl that they had found. Now, you and I could never actually purchase the kingdom of heaven. We, there's no price you could ever put on that that we could ever afford. There's no price you can put on that that we could ever pay. There's nothing that we are ever worthy of that God would even allow us to have that opportunity. So Jesus did it for you. Jesus has taken that treasure and he paid the price so that you could hold that treasure and make it your own. You know, Isaiah 55 says this, and listen carefully to this because it doesn't make a lot of sense right away. He writes this, Come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come 
buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread in your labor, on what does not satisfy you? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and you will delight in the richest affair. God invites us through Isaiah to come and buy without money. Because it's already been paid for. Our entrance into the kingdom of heaven is not purchased by us, but it's purchased by Christ. It's not purchased by any of our gold or silver, but it's purchased for you by the blood of Christ hanging on the cross. So much so does he want you to have that pearl and that treasure as your own. Brothers and sisters, you literally have a priceless treasure in your hearts. A treasure that is literally worth the life of God himself on the cross. You cannot put a dollar amount on that. You can not even begin to express the worth that the life of God is in place of yours. You don't deserve it, and yet there found Jesus Christ so that the treasure of the kingdom of God could be yours without cost and bought without money. Do we really care to lose that gift? Would we not want to take that precious, precious gift for us, that precious prize, and lock it up in our hearts and surround it by the gospel and the Holy Spirit so that the devil can never snatch that away and the world can't push it out? I was, uh, you know, as I read this, I thought about losing treasure things. I thought about when I was uh, a, a little kid. And I remember my grandpa making me a slingshot from shotguns. It was kind of fun. He let me watch this. He took some old lumber and cut out the, the slingshot handle. He cut up a, a little strip of rubber from an inner tube that was no good. Then he, I don't know where, I think it was a piece of leather he found somewhere that he nailed on there to have a little pocket. And I loved it. And I lost it. I searched for that thing literally for years. I, I would go through the house and look for it. I went to the workshop at one point and looked for it. I would start digging in things in where I wasn't supposed to be digging. And I would look in cabinets and under the benches and everything because I loved the slingshot that Grandpa made. And when my parents tore down the old farmhouse to rebuild a new place there, because the old farmhouse was kind of falling down, I worry that it was in there somewhere and I'm never going to get it back where he went out with the dumpster and everything in it. Don't lose this treasure and this pearl. You know, it's more than just a piece of scrap wood or inner tube. We have a priceless gift paid for by God himself with the life of his son. Don't lose it. Don't let the world or the devil snatch it away or bury it, but protect it with the gospel. You can't find it later. You know, Jesus says in Revelation, I'm coming soon. We want to protect it before it's too late, and we lose that treasure forever. We have something that cannot be replicated, brothers and sisters. We have real joy in our hearts because of Christ and the entrance of the kingdom of heaven that he's won for us. He has bought that place for you and for me. Lock it up. It's purchased for you. Take it home to your heart and keep it as the most precious thing that you'll ever have. 
Because nothing in this world will ever make you as happy as that ever can or ever will. At the end of the age, when Christ returns, he will take all of those who are part of his kingdom where he is. He will put us in a good basket, if you will, from the parable, where our home eternal shall be. Amen. Please stand.